Hello and welcome to our radio program. The time for intercession is now. Brought to you by Proclaim Ministries International. Shop 12 Block AAJ's Complex, 32-34 Brunswick Avenue, Spanish Town. Let's join Reverend Andrew Green as he shares on part one of the topic devoted to intercession. The book of Colossians 4. Colossians 4 verses 2 to 6. And it tells us, Continue earnestly in prayer, being vigilant in it which with thanksgiving. Meanwhile, praying also for us, that God would open to us a door for the word, to speak the mystery of Christ, for which I am also in chain. Verse 4 tells us, that I may make it manifest as I ought to speak. Walk in wisdom towards those who are outside, redeeming the time. Let your speech always be with grace, seasoned with salt, that you may know how you ought to answer each other. So we are looking tonight on our first topic in this quarter on intercession. And we are looking actually on energizing prayer, how to energize our prayers. Tonight's theme coming out of the book of Colossians 4, and we can just read back verse 2 says, and 3. It says, continue earnestly in prayer, being vigilant in it with thanksgiving. Meanwhile, praying also for us that God would open a door for us, for the word of God to be manifested, to speak the mystery of Christ for which I am in chain. So we are looking on a topic tonight devoted to intercession. Verse 2 of chapter 4 of Colossians actually exhort the believers in Colossus to be devoted to prayer. In this case, we are looking on intercession, which means to be mediators between God and man and also man and God. In the New Testament, we recognize that the church was born in prayer, birthed out of prayer. When you go from the book of Acts onward, the church was birthed. In the preliminary stages of the church, namely in the gospel, you see also Jesus setting the foundation for the believers. At one point, the disciples asked Jesus, can you teach us how to pray as John taught the disciples? So he shared with them the concept of praying and also enhanced their lifestyle later on after he died, rose and ascended back to the Father. Now the New Testament believers Breathe the atmosphere of prayer. As you go through the different books, the epistles, as you go through the book of Acts, you actually say them reading. That means intercession is actually the breath of God being breathed out into the communities that we are part of or the wider society at large. Again, in the, in the New Testament, we recognize that the believers, they believed in the power of prayer. They didn't waver in their faith. They know the essence of prayer. They know the possibility of what it can do. So they believe. Their faith didn't waver any at all. And also the New Testament believers, they began, they continued, and they ended all their work for the Lord in prayer. They begin everything with prayer. They continue through with prayer until they saw the manifestation. This is why Paul tells us in the scriptures, the kingdom that we are part of is not about talking only, but about the demonstration of the Spirit's power. Now, if we are going to be devoted to intercession, as intercessors, we have to now recognize that there are five reasons that would cause us not to be devoted. So we want to spend some time looking on these reasons tonight. There are five reasons why believers are not devoted to intercession. The first reason is that we fail to confess. We fail to confess. Confession plays a key role. 
Confession is actually an utterance, making an utterance of things that we have been keeping inward that cause us to become unrighteous before God. So it's possible to be given an outward show that everything is okay, but if the Lord should really reveal the heart, we'd recognize that we are out of stead. So confession is what breaks the ground. Confession, it's what stirs us to repent. David said, Lord, don't take your Holy Spirit away from me, but ensure, Lord, you renew my spirit, man, by giving to me afresh your Holy Spirit. So we must be able to confess. Let's go to the book of Isaiah 59, verse 2. The book of Isaiah 59, verse 2. It tells us, but your iniquities have separated you from your God, and your sins have hidden his face from you so that he will not hear so that he will not hear so the scripture clearly defines for us that sin is actually whatever we unfold whether it be in the heart or outwardly as unrighteous that's basically sin so sin is defined as any form of unrighteousness the word of god says that these persons which was the israelites the sin of israel is made known in verse 2 that the iniquity and the word iniquity means the recurrence of sin it comes in a cycle have separated us from god so once you have any form of sin in the heart it causes us not to be effective in intercession. Even though we will give a commitment that we are going to be devoted to intercession, once we carry that sin nature, once we embrace it, once we entertain it, any at all, it's going to be causing us to be separated from God. No, it says a lot because it might be one person who is not in good standing with the Lord, but because we are in fellowship, the Bible says evil communication corrupts good mannerism. So the relationship that we have corporate with the Lord will be hindered and be affected because of one person. The scripture further tells us that our sins that we hide in our heart, if we fail to confess them, it causes the very God of grace to turn his back because he cannot look upon us. The God of grace, he turns his back and he fails to look upon us because of sin. He will not look upon a sin nature. This is why while his son was on the cross, the Bible says, Jesus asked, why have you forsaken me? Father, father, why have you forsaken me? In other words, if he should look upon his son, his wrath would have been coming down. To look upon his son bearing the sins of this world. But here we see if we entertain in our hearts as intercessors, it will cause the very presence of God to be turned away from us. And also it causes us that he will not hear us. So sin in the heart of believers cause God not to hear us as we pray. Very, very important. Cause us our prayers not to be heard. Some persons will say it goes up to the roof and it comes back down. But the key here is that we must confess. A second reason why we fail to be devoted to intercession is failure to study the word of God. And let's go to the book of John 15. The word makes itself clear that we need to study to show ourselves approved unto God, that we become workmen, workwomen that will not need to be ashamed, but we will be able to rightly divide the word of truth. And in this case, when it comes on to intercession. So failure to study the word of God will cause us not to be effective and also cause us not to be devoted regarding intercession. In verse 7 of um, John 15, it says, If you abide in me and my words abide in you, you will ask what you desire and it will be done for you. You will ask what you desire and it will be done. Now, let's bring a clarification there. 
that desire that you are going to be desiring, it will have permeated out of the fact that we have been studying the word. So our desires now become that of God. Because remember in Romans 8, it tells us we don't pray as we should. It's the Holy Spirit that prays through us. Further on in the scripture, it tells us that he intercedes for us as believers according to the will of God. So he prays the will of God through us as we study. But God speaks a spirit language. So it's important as believers that we also take time to understand the language. The word, once you study the word, it will cause you to have rest in Christ. The word abide here means to rest in Christ. And he rests in you. Once you rest in him and he rests in you, then whatever you ask of, he will give it. Once it's not contradicting his will, he will unfold himself to you. So the word tells us, that he's able to manifest. This is why, again, the scripture tells us as we intercede, where two or three are gathered, touching anything pertaining to the name of the Lord, in the midst he will be. A third reason why we fail to be devoted to intercession is because we are disobedient. We fail to be obedient to the word. We fail to be obedient to the voice of God. Let's go to the book of First John. And already we know that from the scriptures, it tells us true obedience opens the storehouse of God. Let's go to 1 John 3. The book of 1 John 3, and we want to look at verse 22. It says, And whatever we ask, we receive from him, because we keep his commandments, and do those things that are pleasing in his sight. Whatever we ask and we receive from him, it is because we have kept the commandments. Now, if we examine the churches, if we examine our individual lives, is it then saying to us from the scripture, the reason why we have not been receiving from the Lord is because we have failed to fulfill some of the commandments that he has given. And we're not restricting the commandments now to the book of Exodus only, but there are other commands that the Lord has given found in the New Testament. Are we knowledgeable of these commands? Are we faithful to these commands to respond to them as he would direct us? So the word of God says we fail to be obedient. Let's cross-reference this with 1 Peter 3.7. The book of 1 Peter 3.7 tells us, Likewise, you husbands, dwell with them with understanding, giving honor to the wife as to the weaker vessel, and being years together of the grace of life, that your prayers may not be hindered. So the scripture gives one example of how an intercessor prayers can be hindered. Failure on the part of the husband to give honor to the wife will hinder that prayer. Failure on the part of the wife to respect the husband will also hinder the prayer life of that person. Because they are seen as one before God. So the word of God makes itself clear. They are commandment. And this is a commandment in 1 Peter 3, 7, given to the husband. And if he fails to meet the requirements as cited here, he could pray like Michael the archangel. He could pray in former time. Uh, then, and fire and brimstone come down. No, nothing will happen. So the reality is we have to live by the principles. The principles are there to guide us. So we are expected to be obedient to the word of God. The fourth reason why we fail to be devoted to intercession is because we fail to ask according to God's will. We fail to ask according to God's will. Let's go to 1 John 5 again. And 1 John 5, let's look on verses 14 to 15 of 1 John 5. It tells us, and this is a guidance in how to pray. Now, this is the confidence that we have in him, 
that if we ask anything according to the will, his will, he hears us. If we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. Verse 15 tells us, and if we know that he hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we have the petition that we have asked of him. Let's go down to 17. It says, if anyone sees his brother sinning, a sin which does not lead to death, he will ask and he will give him life for those who commit the sin not leading to death. There is a sin that leads to death. I do not say that he should pray about that. All unrighteousness is sin. And this is the definition for sin, unrighteousness. All unrighteousness is sin. And there is a sin rather not leading to death. So the word of God makes itself very, very clear that we must know ensure that we pray according to the will of God. We must pray to the will. The will here means God's desire, his plan. Jeremiah 29, 11 says God has a desire. God has a will for mankind. God has a will or a desire for each individual, for the marriages, for the families, for the businesses, for the churches. He has a plan for the society, the governments within the framework of the societies across the world. He has a plan. So the word tells us we are confident that we have a father that when we speak according to his will, he will hear us. He will hear us. There are times when the, the natural fathers fail to listen to the children. Why? They fail to fulfill the prerequisites. They fail to honor the father. They fail to do all these things. But we are recognizing that if we ask according to the will, the father will hear us. And that's straightforward. Thanks for joining us on today's edition of The Time for Intercession is Now. Brought to you by Proclaim Ministers International and our kind sponsors. AJ's Wholesale and Supermarket, Credence Global Logistics, Shen Ashar Holdings, Neymar's Pharmacy and Remler Productions. Proclaim Ministries International offers basic discipleship training in strategic intercession and warfare. Our office is located at Shop 12, Block A AJ's Complex, 32-34 Brunswick Avenue, Spanish Town. For your intercessory queries, please call 876-615-5801 or WhatsApp us at 876-854-4594 or email us at proclaimministriesintl at gmail.com. Join us every Sunday at 5 p.m. on Gospel JFM for our radio program, The Time for Intercession is Now.